morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> serious? Martin Kilcoyne. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Yeah, that Frank always goes way over on time, doesn't he? Unbelievable. 12-10, cutting into our show. It's like we weren't even there. 12-10, midday grind, 590 the fan. We're live at the Schnooks here in Arnold near the water tower. And I should have done the research on it, but I can't remember if they painted the water tower. It was a big debate because they didn't want it changed. It's always been blue, right? Is it white now? I didn't see it driving in. I I did see it. I thought it was like like a green, light green. I thought it was kind of a baby bluish. Yeah, I could be wrong. I wasn't no, really. People, people from Arnold are really staring. A group of guys who don't know anything about fashion or colors. Out a bunch of cuts. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> blue, she's not red, brought that green, up. Green, orange. A uh, lot to get to on the show, guys. Suggest. Not really a big sports weekend. <laughs> Excited about the Billiken game. You got a whiteout tomorrow. Slew hosts uh, Davidson at Shafitz. Got the NHL All-Star Game. Skills competition tonight. Strick will have a watch party if you want to stop by. I'm excited for that. <laughs> Bop on over to Strickland's. Bop on over. Has Mo bopped on down to uh I was thinking he'd be there by now, right? place yet? Or is that next week? He's going to bop to the Dominican. <laughs> Did you see the update on Twitter of Marcelo Zuna taking BP and throwing? All right. All right. Let's <laughs> get that, those. That's what it is. Let's is print progress? those pennant <laughs> T-shirts now. <laughs> That's a little disconcerting. What is the date today? The twenty fourth. Long way to go till yeah. April, though. Oh, right? You got to play the long. Is game. it more concerning that the Cardinals? Thanks, Rock. God, <laughs> <laughs> you are so smart. <laughs> it, it's weird right. that they don't know. That's more. Or concerning. that I didn't know the date. Today's the twenty fifth. Well, you've been sick. So. Thank you. I've been sick. No, but, and not only that. Today, I've had a little bit of a cough, so my wife gives me a little syrup, and, she, and I said, well, what was it? She says, what's got codeine in? She goes, you're off radio, right? And I said, you're high? No. And she said, be <laughs> nice. careful. You might, she said, you could say something really stupid. I said, well, <laughs> that doesn't narrow it down. You're getting an email from that angry guy. Uh, what was the question? Oh, today's the 25th. Today's the 25th. Ozuna. It's Marcelo weird that Ozuna. the Cardinals don't have an update on him, right? Even if he is rehabbing away from the, from the, the franchise. Right. You should at least know, shouldn't you? As deep into the winter. And Mo basically said, I'm going to see him so we know what's going on. This is a guy that's your cleanup hitter. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> weird. You don't have to come to the warm up and sign those foam fingers and take pictures, but we kind of need to know a little more about your health. He will be highly motivated. We know that. But if you're compromised, it doesn't matter how motivated you are. It was 10 minutes ago on Roto World Baseball, which is a fantasy site and their headline is ozuna shoulder takes bp and plays catch all right so there's right. that with his kid right. what? Yeah. <laughs> with a nerf ball okay plays catch well even if he doesn't do a whole lot in the spring i'm not that worried about he it. was at the cardinals complex though in the dominican republic all right this was on thursday so a positive first step 
for the outfielder, according to president of baseball operations, John Mozeliak. So he did bop on down. Who will meet right. with Ozuna in the DR wow. on Monday. Monday. Oh, he didn't bop yet. There's the update. But he provided the update. <laughs> He's preparing to bop on down. And there you have it. Uh, somebody said that maybe Major League Baseball, and if somebody that has a Cubs site, a lot of followers. I don't know who the person uh, was. He blocked me a while back. Did he? I know who you're talking about. But he said MLB needs to issue warnings ahead of time for this Cards-Cubs season ahead. I'm like, no, they don't. Because of the boring comments and because of Molina? Is that a slight or a major overreaction? Major and, overreaction. And then, Maybe they should release a warning for women at the ballpark when Addison Russell is playing. Oh, Ooh. I like that take, though. I mean, are we are we more concerned about social media That's a stuff great take. or real stuff? That's right, a great let's take. Let's worry about the real. Yes. <laughs> now you got a bunch of enablers up there. Uh, Polo, our guy, the Spanish play-by-play guy for the Cardinals, basically said, you're an idiot. Come see me in the booth. Did you see that? <laughs> I love him. That's I'm, great. I'm, again, paraphrasing. And I'm highly medicated, but he said something <laughs> said something to the effect, you should come by and see us in the booth. Now, I don't think he was saying we're going to throw down, but yeah. I'm, but maybe he was. Well, I love that. Polo Senso, he better be careful, though, because last year we know the Tigers TV play-by-play guy Mario Pemba and the analyst Rod That's Allen right. actually did have basically a fight in the booth, and neither of them now are back for 2019. So it can happen. You don't want to see a throwdown. But the idea, like Anchorman. It, it seemed to be a slightly legitimate site. And if they're blocking Hoffman, they're slightly legitimate. <laughs> Suggesting that is just dumb. Like, seriously, even though Molina took it all serious and we had fun with it, and we are a little bit boring, but only we're allowed to say that. Correct. We did try to go through the list earlier. And I said, what is the most boring baseball town? And Frank's argument is, if you're talking about playing baseball, St. Louis is a great destination. If you like a full house and you like fans being into it, you don't want to go to Miami because of the baseball in an empty stadium. That would kind of suck as a player, but you want to be in Miami. So if you take the baseball out of it, we're probably in that top five boring. Detroit, Minnesota, St. Louis. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Would you throw Milwaukee? A lot of NL Central in there. Yeah, it's kind of, what do you call it, Chuck, the South? It's the South Midwest. South Midwest. Listen. Because otherwise, you go, Seattle, that sounds kind of fun. San Francisco, San Diego, L.A., Denver. Stop me when you get to a bad town. Yeah. Toronto, New York. It's basically the York. NL Central. I have to say. Yeah, you can throw the A.L. Little bit Central of A.L. Central. Okay. Kansas City, Detroit. Oh, yeah, Detroit, Kansas City, Cleveland, Cleveland. let's be real. Yeah. I love Ohio, but. I kind of like Cleveland. Right, but. You don't Again, want to go we're there comparing it. We're comparing right. it to the New Yorks, the Chicago's, the L.A.'s That's of the world. Baltimore Martin, in there. I have to say, not to throw him under the bus because I love the guy, and I know the Cardinals are branding him as the king, or Ooh. they have this offseason, but uh, when Harrison Bader was making his comments at winter warm-up defending the city, I did find this kind of funny where he was asked about it, and I'm paraphrasing, but he said something along the lines of, oh, this is, this is the best place in the country to play in terms of baseball. So he didn't really mention the nightlife. Now, granted, he's from New York City, so you get it. That's a tough comparison. <laughs> this is a great town <clears throat> if you play baseball. This but is a great true. city. Look, that's what we're known for. Yes. We should embrace it. We are baseball heaven. I truly believe this. You know I'm not from here. This is the best baseball town in America. I truly believe that, and that's part of the fabric of St. Louis and, and the fact that our sports fans here love sports. That was the whole storyline when the pga comes here right 
the fans. Like, that's what we do in St. Louis. Okay, we don't have a beach. The weather's not great. We love our sports. All right, since you mentioned the PGA, I was watching a little bit of the Farmers Open, Torrey Pines, PGA stuff. Do you still feel a little connected? Connected is the wrong word. That's stupid. <laughs> More interested in Tiger than you were a year ago because he kind of had that run at Bell Reeve? I mean, is that is that kind of – like I was yesterday sitting there going – Hey, how's, how's Tiger doing? A year ago, I wasn't saying that. It's kind of what Frank said earlier, how Gracie Gold, we we act like she went to Lindbergh High School. Now, Tiger Woods is our guy. You know, Frank rooting against an American. He, he went to Oakville. Lindbergh. and uh, You know, it is funny that, yeah, since Tiger came here, had the nice though, run. I do kind of feel a little more interest in his game. Part of it is he's playing better. He's more relevant than he was. But that, that run out there at Bell Reeve was pretty cool. He's our guy. I should sound like Strick now. He's also likable now. He's on my now, staff. Right? Back in the day, he was so good, but he was also a mercenary. You didn't really know a lot about his personal life, and maybe there was a reason for that because, of course, now we know everything about his personal life. But don't you feel like now he's older, he's more mature, he's a dad. He just seems much more likable in his interviews, easier to root for, and it's a great story if he can come back and win another major. Because everybody likes to beat people up. But the comeback's also a good story. 100%. And he had the beat up on the professional side as well as the personal side. He was and humbled. As you said, he came back. I just want to point out that's our guy, okay? Our guy. I'm like Strickland. He's on my staff now, Tiger Woods. How about tuna cutting our lawn with Dr. Rick, having him on once a week? Yeah, I was going to point that out to you. I thought you might get mad. But I've been in the car a number of Thursday nights, and I've heard tuna with Dr. Rick at his on the uh, tuna tour on Thursday nights at the – I think there's enough Dr. Rick to go around. <laughs> Love Dr. Rick. Love Dr. Rick. By the way, Charlie's not in this group text, but we're trying to have dinner with Dr. Rick. He's invited us over. And every text is Martin, Frank, Brian, and we're, like, throwing dates around. And then he'll say, make sure to tell Charlie. Instead of we just need to add Charlie's name. <laughs> See, again, text. No, I'm, this is probably, we, we said earlier about how Martin and Frank, hashtag olds, don't know how to do things with technology. I bet you don't know how to add somebody to a group text. Do you? At this point? It's no. easy. You literally go in there. You can add someone. Am I lying off? The group Doesn't text. that happen every time, though? Dr. Rick, at the end, please tell Charlie. And part of the reason why we haven't added you is we haven't decided if we're Well, it's gotten very you. complicated. So. so I don't really get the invite, maybe? Well, we'll see. I'm kind we, of borderline. Well, these are different. These are different groups of friends, remember? <laughs> that's okay, what that's true. <laughs> so I finally said that's to fair. Dr. Rick, why don't you just send us all a bunch of gift cards? And he was like, ha, ha, ha. And I was like, no, seriously, no, serious. just send us a bunch of gift cards. We'll all go out and we'll we'll tell stories about Dr. Rick. <laughs> uh, this weekend, Billikens at home. you got the NHL All-Star game. And then St. Louis will be on the clock. I don't think too many people in town are that worried about the NHL All-Star game. But next year when it rolls into town, it'll be different. It'll be fun. We'll be covering it. I'm sure our guy who hates the young people with shiny teeth will complain about it. No, while hockey we're... players have bad teeth. He'll love it. That's a good point. Okay, that's true. <laughs> but I am looking that's forward to that. I don't care about the All-Star game a ton this weekend. Of course, I'll tune in. But next year we'll be at a different level. We'll give it the royal treatment like the PGA. Martin, it's fun to have different, unique sporting events to look forward to on the sports calendar, especially now with no Rams. When you have something like a PGA championship a couple years back, how much did we talk about and focus on the Winter Classic? And it was awesome. Same with the NHL All-Star Game. We haven't had one in this town for a long time, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be different. going to bring a lot of people to downtown St. Louis. I can't wait. I think I'd like the NHL All-Star Game better if it was outside, if it was at Bush. If you could kind of roll that all into one. 
not happening. And we want to show off the Enterprise Center. But it won't be as, even though it's the All-Star Game, I don't think I'll like it as much as I did the Winter Classic, just the outdoor feel. That's a good point, though. Now, I'm sure Enterprise Center and the Blues, they want all that revenue. I don't know how it's all split, but what if you did the skills competition the night before outdoors at a Bush Stadium? That would be cool. We're idea people. These are just ideas. Something to chew on. Hey, great sponsor is Offenberg Hyundai. They're located in O'Fallon, Illinois. Highway 64, you can see... The dealership from the highway. It's really not far at all. And even here, we're on 55 in Arnold. You can go up there, take 255, the JB Bridge. Get yourself to Highway 64. OffenbergHyundai.com is where you can find them online. 30 years. It's the 30th anniversary since they started selling Hyundais. Whatever type of vehicle you're looking for, a premium sedan, take that Genesis for a test drive. People will think it's a, a Benz, Mercedes. It's a great-looking vehicle. has all the bells and whistles. An SUV that maybe isn't a gas guzzler, check out the Santa Fe or the Tucson. I think the Sonata Hybrid gets like 42 miles to the gallon. So if you're looking to save on gas, all of these cars available at Offenberg Hyundai. And it comes with the award-winning service they've been known for for years, OffenbergHyundai.com. And, again, Highway 64 to O'Fallon, Greenmount Road is the exit. Weirdest story I saw today, not just Trump's buddy Roger Stone getting arrested, but the tweet... From Chad Johnson, yes, Ocho Cinco, who said, "Just saw my neighbor Roger get arrested," <laughs> and he said, "I was out like out for a jog or out for a walk," and he said, "I'd only seen stuff like this in the movies." So I guess they closed in with the whole—I don't know if guns were drawn, but all the marshals, probably cars with sirens fired up, and so Chad Ocho Cinco was first a first-hand witness. To the arrest of Roger Stone. I found that very weird. Where does Ocho live? Somewhere in Florida, I'm assuming? I, I believe guess. it's Fort Lauderdale. Oh. Okay. But he didn't even say Roger Stone. He just said Roger, like he some random great. dude. What I don't if know it he is said a different my... Roger? Yeah, what We're just all assuming it's Roger Stone. <laughs> it's just a totally different person named Roger who happened to get arrested. Yeah, we call up Ocho like, how do you know Roger Stone? Who? <laughs> <laughs> no, my buddy Roger. We went to college together. He, Would, it surprise you? Would it surprise you, though, if Chad Johnson actually didn't know Roger Stone's last name? He just knew him as his, Roger. As his neighbor, <laughs> Roger. Fair, yeah. Do you know your neighbor's last name? Uh, most of them. Not all of them, though. Chuck doesn't talk to his neighbors, though. No, I do. Uh, Absolutely. I don't know mine. No, I don't know mine. Uh, I know some. Not all. That's but, like, the, the neighbors right next door, you should know their name. I don't talk to them. I get them. it if they're four doors down. I don't. But right uh, next door? They're, they're from Croatia, and they... How long don't be the ugly American. No, I can hardly understand (laughs) them when they're speaking. So I try to just say hi and move on. There was one day he caught me out in the backyard and he started saying something. (laughs) I couldn't figure it out. And I looked at him and he's pointing to whatever he's working on. And I just kind of went, well, good luck with that. And I said, I got to go inside because I can't (laughs) understand anything he's saying to me at all. (laughs) Just walk next door, check their mailbox real quick. That's Check illegal. Their name that's not, no, that's illegal. no, you're not taking it. You're just sneaking no, into their No, you're not stealing it. You're checking it to see their last name. When I first moved into my neighborhood, the guy across the street pulled that. Just to see what's up? See just who was moving in? He said, I accidentally got your mail in my mailbox, and I looked at him like, did you? Bunch of, that's a bunch of garbage, but okay, nice to meet you. Good that's to see a, you. Just ask. Yeah. Random, unimportant, but every once in a while, I get mail in my mailbox to Jake Allen's agent. 
who used to live in the house next door to us. Really? And so the mail is supposed to be going to the house next door, even though he doesn't live there anymore, but it actually gets into our mailbox. My wife. Elaine Waugh, R-O-Y, like oh, Patrick yeah. Waugh. Like yeah. Patrick Waugh. Remember he played for the Vipers? I do that? know who he is. He yes. is Jake Allen's agent, yes. and sometimes we still get his mail. My I've, wife used to get emails from a minor league hockey team pertaining to a particular player who had the same initials and i guess a similar email and she'd get really sensitive information like copies of his contract wow. information about fines and she kept responding saying not the guy you want to talk to but they would keep sending her stuff so somewhere deep she, in her should, email, she should have written back and said not the guy you, but i'll take the check right. no, she <laughs> should have written back and said if you give my wife alexis she actually lives in st louis <laughs> if you send that to her driveway by this time tomorrow you got a deal so look a couple christmases ago we get a really nice a scale, a big chocolate arrangement type deal for Christmas. Not mailed to us, mailed to the previous owner. Now, I have to say, these guys didn't really cooperate too well oh. during the relocation when they were relocated with the realtor. So did, we they have, did they sign some nasty relocation papers? No, but uh, they took uh, the washer dryer. I didn't think that was uh, on the up and up either way. <laughs> So all of a sudden, next Christmas, we get this. I mean, we're talking like a nice $50 plus nice chocolates and the turtles and all that. So, again, it's a federal offense to open other people's mail. So, of course, right. I mean, we didn't eat all this chocolate. I mean, we forwarded it to this gentleman in Boston, of course. You know what I'm saying? We didn't eat oh, or open course, this sure. at all. You just, know, at that point, so you, you would know. never do that, Chuck. Never I would do that. At that point, it's probably unfair to the chocolate. Correct. To keep passing it around. But Kinda again, like kids in divorce. But again, we just... took it down to a, to a food pantry. Oh, I see. Okay. At Schnucks. What? At Schnucks? For the homeless. What? Right, this story here. sort of fall, fell apart. Of okay, we ate mentioned. the chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. We ate the chocolate. I was trying not to admit <laughs> we to no, that. We all assume that. You're like Jack Nicholson and A Few Good Men. I was waiting for you to just crack. Now, You're damn right I ate the chocolate. Now, later today, we're going to see a, t- a tweet online. My neighbor Chuck just got arrested. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll just assume. All right, see, now I'm very interested in two things. If we have time off for the end of the day, and I think we might have time. Oh, we're packed. Well, water, water tower. Arnold. I have 15% Inf- battery on my phone, which is my main use of the internet, so this is going to be tight. Okay. Water Tower Arnold history with the painting controversy. Okay. And then Chad Johnson, is it a different Roger? I, would, I, think we, I hope so. I would be. Because <laughs> so, I retweeted that under the full assumption that it was Roger Stone related. So it could be someone else, but it would be so funny. And that's the only reason I saw it. Were you following Chad Johnson? No, it was retweeted in my feed. I don't follow many athletes. Okay. And so they caught Roger Stone. He had his pajamas on, basically. <laughs> kind of stormed the castle. Like before dawn. It was early. Yeah. I think Ocho said he was out. In fact, oh, I don't know if he was out for a walk or a run. He's just getting home from the bars. Whoa. Yeah. I like what? Ocho. He's funny. He's good for business. Entertaining. He, I was, was going to answer it for it. He's 100%. good for business. Here it is. It's got 122,000 likes. FBI arrested my neighbor Roger before my morning jog. I've only seen bleep like that in movies. Crazy to start my Friday. <laughs> what if he went over there and an FBI guy said, Sir, sir, stay out of the way. Hey, are you Chad Johnson? You Ocho Cinco? All right, quick break. We are live at the Schnooks here in Arnold, right by the Water Tower. 590 Baseball coming up from 1 to 2. A lot of baseball to break down as we inch closer to spring training. How about Harper and Machado? Still without a team. 
And the Dodgers, as we said yesterday, when they got A.J. Pollock, that means they're not going after Harper. It's getting weird. I know there's been a lot of collusion talk, whatnot, but isn't it just kind of weird? You have a Bryce Harper with no team. That is weird. Manny Machado with no team. It's it's beyond weird. You start to wonder if what Dan Lozano said is true. Maybe the Sox didn't even have an offer on the table. Maybe they were feeding the writers some bogus information. I don't think that's the case, but I'm starting to wonder what's going on. Bryce and Manny, I'm telling you, they should both sign huge one-year deals. I like huge that. one-year I like deals that. and do this all over again next winter. I like that. I'm sure the baseball writers won't appreciate that. But you know what? They're like, if you're going to kind of screw us, why wouldn't the, why would take the, writer, the one-year why deal. Why the writers care? Well, because that's all they wrote about, and that's all we talked about all uh, oh, how they were going to get paid. We have to do it all over again. Oh. No, I'm just saying next year we'd have to do the same but song that's good and dance. for business, isn't it? I actually think baseball's had the most boring offseason yes. I can remember in years, especially with how this offseason was basically advertised to be, oh, the sweepstakes for Bryce Harper Harper's and Manny Machado. Bizarre. And then look what happens. What? Three teams are interested, unless there's a mystery team, which I don't really believe in. But basically, the Nats, the Sox, and the Phillies are the only three teams that we know of that are actually interested in two generational talents that are both 26 years old. Hey, Scott, is that mystery team in a boring city? Can you just try and narrow it down a little bit? You know, in the south Midwest range. Uh, Doors are already open at Fast Eddie's. That's 11 o'clock on Fridays. You know all about the great food, but also live music. It's every single day. And on some of those Saturdays, you've got music inside, outside, different types of music throughout the day. Always music playing. They're open seven days a week. And Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, that means 11 a.m. Doors open. Grab some of the great food, coldest beer anywhere. It's all part of the fun in Alton, Illinois. Clark Bridge, that's where you go from St. Louis, 367. Over in Dalton, Clark Bridge, turn right after the bridge. You can't miss it. Broadway and 4th Street. Street sign even says, Fast Eddie Way. This weekend, it's cold, it's nasty. Just hunker down at Fast You're probably going to be at Strix tonight to watch the skills competition. But maybe tomorrow, get yourself up to Alton, where the tradition continues. If you're turning 21 or you're having a birthday. Or you're sick. Or you're sick. Now, that was yesterday's read. <laughs> We've updated the read. <laughs> I hey, guys, today's read is for codeine. This stuff is really good. No, yesterday I said, if you're not feeling well, you go to Fast Eddie's and just eat all day. Feed a cold. That's and then, true, though. And then Hoffman pointed out, are you sending sick people Aren't to the restaurant? sending infections and diseases. So people are like in line for food, coughing and sneezing. <laughs> yeah, I'm here to feed a cold. Take some of that peel and eat. Kilcore told me to eat. Well, if you're feeling good or not feeling good, head to Fast Eddie's in. Alton, Illinois. We're back from the Schnooks in Arnold after this. From me, it's for you, it's from you, it's from me. It's the worldwide symphony. I write the songs that make the whole world sing. I write the songs of love and space. 